Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Anderson. I decided to end my decade-long love affair with alcohol in 2012 at 29 years old. I chose to live openly as a recovering alcoholic with honesty and humor while figuring it out one day at a time. This space will bring you weekly episodes of my own personal experiences with my addiction and sobriety, as well as me interviewing incredible souls who are living life without drugs and alcohol. This podcast is here to inspire you, empower you, uplift you, and bring you some laughter along the way in your own journey. Sit back, relax, and let's have a time. Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I am your host, Courtney Anderson. This is episode 72 and season three. We are here. Thank you so much for waiting for season three because I've had some people reach out and ask when season three was coming because I was on maternity leave, my own maternity leave. So I'll get into that shortly, but happy 2022. My wish for uh, you this year is to stay healthy, stay sober, and to really just have a time in these crazy times. So anyways, if you are new here, welcome. Thank you for listening. And if you are a return listener, as I said, thank you again for pressing play and listening to me chat. So today I'm going to kind of recap a little bit because it's been two years and since I've introduced myself and I know there's new listeners here and also to I you know my story's kind of changed <laughs> especially last year it's changed and it's just a good little reminder of why I do this podcast and I know how hard it is to get sober and I wish that when I was getting sober in 2012 that, you know, more of this was out there. And here's the thing. Somebody tries every day to get back on the wagon of living an alcohol-free life. So this is just a good reminder that it's just a good reminder that you, that people need this. Because sometimes I do go back and forth and I did in 2021 just because of, you know, I mean, pregnancy is a trip with moods. It's like, do I keep going with the podcast? And then anytime I would have that thought, I would then have somebody who would reach out and be like, oh, I just started listening to your podcast. I love it. Or somebody reaching out and being like, especially to on my maternity leave, being like, when's the podcast coming back? So I know that there is a need. And I also love doing this. It's very fun for me, you know, talking with my sister, talking with new guests, and even talking to myself. Because as you know, in the past two seasons, I've kind of joked, it's weird talking to yourself like this. It truly is. (laughs) From my point of view, other people probably love it. Anyways, so as I said, I got sober August 18th of 2012. It was a, it came to the point for me where you know, how much more was I willing to continue living that ride? Okay. And you always have to remember your why of why you are choosing not to drink anymore, because each day is different. Each year is different. And in the past two years, it's the crazy times, right? So for me back then, I had lost my cat, my rescue cat, Fiona. She's still with us today. And I think she's going on like 10 or 11 years. So 
I lost her for the second time, my then boyfriend, who is now my husband. He, him and I were together for that point about a year and a half and we lived together. And, you know, at that point, he had said to me that I could either continue to drink or he was gone, you know. And some people say that giving a person an ultimatum is not good because they're not doing it for themselves. But I disagree. I think for some people, they need that final like, okay, I have to remember where alcohol always leads me. And by this time, I had a 10-year love affair with alcohol. It was very toxic. And we all have had those toxic relationships. And if you haven't, well, God bless. So, So my toxic relationship with alcohol started at 19, went to 29 about six weeks before I turned 30. And as it progressively grew, it just got worse. By the time I was 25, I knew that I was going to have to give alcohol up because there was never an off switch for me. Once alcohol hit my lips, I literally could feel like the switch, you know, especially by like the, the second cocktail, you could feel the switch just go off and be like, all right, it's cool. I'm ready to party. Let's do this. And no matter what, 90% of the time, I will say that it always led into something, something bad happening and just that bad happening. Also, you know, blacking out, having anxiety the next day. Do you need a rock bottom? These are, these are the, do you need a rock bottom to quit drinking? Absolutely not. But I also believe that everybody has their own form of rock bottom. And that's even if you just fucking wake up the next morning and have raging anxiety after a night of drinking because but because alcohol is not as you get older it's harder and harder and harder to get back to your youth obviously and feeling you know as you get older you feel like shit after drinking and it just gets worse so that could be your rock bottom rock bottom is not a bad thing it's just a little it's a wake-up call and or your body telling you like and this isn't working out anymore man let's try let's try something new Okay, I I just don't like the like stigma around a rock bottom. So, and even if you don't feel like you've had a rock bottom, cool. Okay, but there's a reason why you are questioning why you're still why you drink. Okay, there's a reason why you're questioning your alcohol use. So at 25, I was questioning it and just knew. So from 25 to about 29, I really, really tried to continue to fit alcohol in my life by putting stipulations on it like, okay, I'm not going to do shots. I'm not going to drink vodka tonight. I'm not going to have any margaritas. I'm only going to drink beer. And it always eventually led me back to the same old song and dance of being on that continuous cycle of go out, party, have a fallout, the next day be hungover for three days. And then, you know, I would start living life after those three days, catching up on on things, uh, you know, life, errands, all that. And then I would get antsy in my pantsy and need to go out and booze again and repeat. So towards the end of my drinking career, I was not an everyday drinker. You could put me in the category of binge drinking. You know, I was able to go without a week without drinking. And I thought that that was a real big deal, which it is, you know, especially too, if you're trying to quit, it's a huge deal. So if you can go seven days without drinking and you're on seven days currently right now, congratulations, because it's hard. 
So that was my cycle. I have woken up in jails before. I've woken up in hospitals. I've woken up in strangers' beds, not knowing what their name was, but I could tell you the bar I met them at. Uh, woken up to friends beyond pissed and, you know, fallen, you know, broken friendships, broken relationships, lost opportunities. That is all what happened to me with my 10 years of drinking. So on August 18th, 2012, I decided to quit drinking if I found my cat. Three or three days, I found her. So I made a pact with the universe that day and said, you know, if I find this cat, because that's how much I love Fiona and Matt, I would give alcohol, free life, the sobriety thing a go. And I did. And I haven't had a drink since. I just, this past August, celebrated my nine-year sober birthday, which is one of my favorite days of the year. And it's not easy. You know, those first couple years of sobriety and recovery, I still think that your first five years, you're new to sobriety because as you go through each year, it's, it's different. You face new challenges. You face new feelings. You face uh, a grieving part where you have to grieve your old drinking self and, and that relationship with alcohol. So it's a lot of emotions because majority of people escape with alcohol and drugs because of some type of trauma that affected them in their lives. I believe that. I believe trauma is the gateway to escaping this reality, okay? And the trauma does not have to be so extremely severe. You know, some trauma for people is their parents showed no emotions or not enough love for them. And that all plays an effect to your development, you know, some trauma could just, yes, trauma could be too of being molested. Like I said, it's it's an extreme, there's extreme cases, right? And then there's other stuff, being physically abused in your home, dealing with parents who are alcoholics and or mental illness, and you being that caretaker. The list can go on and on. So for sure, me, I escaped into into alcohol, and then it just developed into a lifestyle and and a habit. And like I said, I couldn't get off the ride. So when I got off the ride, I went to AA for, you know, that first week. And it was something that I really could not get into. And I did the white knuckling thing for two years. And then I started going back to therapy. I've hired coaches, dug deep a lot in personal development. I have to give personal development huge, huge, huge credit working out finding and then, you know, eventually leading more of my own spiritual path. I did go back to AA. You've heard me say this. I cannot ever remember. I think it was my fourth year, three or four years. I went back and participated in a summer at a woman's table and loved it, took what I wanted and left the rest with my own experience. And out of that, that's where Sober Vibes was formed because I was listening to women and really thinking that people needed more than just this. And that's why I'm more of an empowerment, (laughs) especially if you follow me on Instagram. Sobriety and recovery doesn't have to be the fucking pits. So it just came where I'm like, you know what? This is empowering. I'm, I'm taking my own, I'm taking life into my own hands, my own life into my own hands and not going to continue to live this road. So I'm just here for accountability and support and empowerment and and 
just sharing with you my journey and these other stories through the podcast of people who have overcome their relationship with drugs and alcohol. Curious elixirs are booze-free craft cocktails infused with adaptogens to help you unwind. Whether you're sober or sober curious, toasting your team or sipping solo, Curious Elixirs is on a mission to create the world's most sophisticated cocktails without the alcohol. Inspired like classics like the Aperol Spritz and the Spicy Margarita, Every Curious Elixir is handcrafted with organic ingredients and no refined sugar. Their ingredients include adaptogens and plants that benefit your body, helping you relax and distress without the hangover. They offer one-time orders as well as their subscribers-only Curious Cocktail Club to ensure your fridge stays stocked. Order Curious Elixirs online and have it shipped directly to your door at CuriousElixirs.com. Use code SOBERVIBES at checkout and receive $10 off your order of $50 or more. Again, you can order Curious Elixirs with the link in the show notes and use SOBERVIBES code at checkout for $10 off $50 or more. Enjoy! Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving. Like Organifi green juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha, it helps reduce stress and support healthy cortisol levels or Organifi Gold, a superfood tea that supports rest and relaxation so you can wake up feeling refreshed. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go, and they don't compromise quality for taste. Organifi takes pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high-quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Go to www.organifi.com slash SilverVibes and use code SilverVibes for 20% off your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com backslash SilverVibes and use SilverVibes for 20% off any item. I use Organifi Green and Organifi Gold every day. The greens I use before I even drink my morning coffee and Organifi Gold I use at nighttime. I drink, it's like a dessert to me now. And I look forward to both of them every day. So what brings me up to present day, and this is why I'm doing another Hello, My Name is Courtney Anderson Part 2, is because now my life has changed. It took us six years to finally have our son, CJ. He was born September 1st of 2021, and he is just the greatest. (laughs) And now I'm a mom. And that's still something hard for me to identify with. Like even if his pediatrician office calls me and they're like, are you Colin's mom? Legit, it takes me a minute to connect with that, okay? Because I have had this child at 38, and then uh, a month later, I turned 39. So I am definitely an older older mom, which is cool. <laughs> I kind of laugh about that. 
because there was this great meme that went around where it was this like couple who probably looked like they're in their 70s, but they were all like, I don't know, they had on like these jumpsuits and looked hip and whatnot. And it was like me pulling up to my child's high school graduation. So that's going to be me and Matt. Anyways. (laughs) Oh, it makes me chuckle. I also use a lot of humor in my recovery and in my daily life. So there's, I try to have it a little light here. Okay. Because there's so much heavy stuff where it's just like, if you can do anything, just laugh each day just to help yourself, especially to in the past two years. So becoming a mom has definitely now, you know, that's part of my identity as I still come to terms with it. But little CJ was born and the newborn phase was extremely hard, extremely hard. He had some colic and I can really understand I told a friend this, I can really understand how women turn to alcohol and drink during motherhood. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that too this this year on the podcast in this season, just because so flipping it of what I've seen, you know, on the internets and how people talk about drinking with both sides, with being sober moms, and then two with women who, you know, talk about having cocktails and what during these play groups and what the mommy wine culture, because it's very heavy. When I sat there for six weeks listening to these continuous screams, (laughs) I mean, that shit will make you want to go walk out in traffic that's moving at like 25 miles per hour. Okay. And I make somewhat light of that because, again, I cope by some laughter. But it is a very extremely hard transition, and especially, too, if you are a new mom. And, you know, I I just see how easy it is. I see how easy it is. And I talk about this freely because, again, even though I have nine years of sobriety, that doesn't mean shit upon shit. And there's going to be in my next episode where it's just me solo talking. We're going to we're going to talk about relapse a little bit because I got some shit about some comments I've made about relapse. Okay, this is why you see two people who it's very common for people to have long term sobriety and then relapse because they think they can handle drinking. Anyways, I digress. So I just have more empathy. I have a lot more empathy and sympathy towards people to moms who escape to cope with parenthood because it's not easy. So you'll never hear me bitch about parenthood because I have wanted to be a mom for so long. It's just, it's the nature of the beast, but there's just so much I see now differently because I am a mom and dealing with them, dealing with the child, not dealing with them, but dealing, you know, taking care of a human being is fucking hard, but it's amazing because then the next day you wake up and he smiles at you and you're like, cool. I mean, this three month on has been extremely cool because it's just you see the development and then he smiles at you and you're like, all right, cool. I can do this. The newborn phase, they, all they do is like, they just sleep. There's not a lot going on. So that's where I am with my story. So now I'm navigating the sobriety thing through motherhood. And it's just a little bit different. In the past couple months, my drinking dreams have returned now, does that mean I'm going to drink? No, I'm not. 
because I have a lot of tools under my belt, uh, but I can't say ever because I don't know. I don't know, you know, but for today, I'm not going to drink. And that's all I can do. And that's all anyone can do is just take it a day at a time, right? All I know is I have a lot more tools in my toolbox to help me not have those thoughts and continue, you know, feel the best that I can, which I'm currently starting to work on because I was on bed rest. So I had gained about 50 pounds in my pregnancy. And now it's time for me to take that off and I have the time and I'm ready to and, you know, I was definitely binge eating and taking my feelings out on some Oreos during those cream or crying fits. Shit is crazy. So now I'm just ready to get back to living well. And as I've spoken in the past two years and and given suggestions to you about how you can feel your best in your own sobriety, I have to go back to that and start doing that. Because I feel like, you know, four months adjusted well not adjusted well completely because it's still going to take some time, but now I can fit. I, I can't keep using the excuse of eating like a sloth <laughs> into it because as being an older mother, I need to be able to physically be able to play with my son and that will not happen if I continue to go down this road and path with how I'm currently living. So, I did start some physical therapy about a month ago, and I am almost done with my clearance of getting cleared to start workouts here. So I'm kind of, you'll probably listen to me being a little bit of more of a transformation this year in 2022 of just getting back to my own mind, body, and soul. But as I have grown in the past two years, so has this community of the Silver Vibes if you are on Facebook, there is a Facebook group that is awesome. It is for women only, and I will always stand by that. And then also, too, there is an Instagram page, Sober Vibes, Sober.Vibes. On Insta, you will see the podcast logo, and that community has grown. So I am super excited of where this growth is going to be able to, to help you. And also, you know, continuing to help myself because it's it's good reminders. So sometimes, too, the stuff that I talk about in, with interviews, too, and listen to, it's like, you know, I need that, too. As I said, even if you have fucking 20 years of sobriety, you still need remi- reminders of this stuff. Yes, I'm not the same person I was in 2012. I have grown and evolved, but... It's just very easy where I just think life is a slippery, it can be a slippery slope for anybody, especially when it comes to this addiction thing, right? So I'm here for it. I'm here for this year. I'm very excited. We have a couple new sponsors this year, and I will continue to look for sponsors and partner with extremely wonderful companies to give you guys the best of the best because I won't sell out on that bullshit. You will not hear me selling sheets. I want to give this community what would be beneficial to them, to you, I should say. So that's where I'm going with the sponsorships. So make sure that you do listen to the, to that. And if anything pops in your mind where you're like, oh, that sounds good, or I want to try this or that, or look into this, please, please do so. So, you know, 
They might not be the same every month, but there is going to be some good stuff there for you guys. Please feel re- feel free to reach out to me via email or on Insta or Facebook and the Facebook group. If any topics you want to hear, I'm always love to hear back from you about that because again, majority of this podcast is what you would like to hear. You know, that's why I just that's why I'm resharing this too <laughs> because. I feel like I don't I don't give a lot of my present day life in episodes because I just don't care to sit there and talk about myself. Because who wants to listen to that type of podcast? But you get this episode, you know what I mean? But I don't mind sharing if you ask me like, you know, down the road how Colin is doing. I don't mind that at all. So if you haven't already, please get your 30-day sober, not boring calendar. That is a 30 days of things you can do that doesn't involve drinking. Again, I had to Google hobbies a couple days after being sober because I fucking had not, I had no hobbies. All I did was drink and work. So I just I created that calendar a couple years back just to give you an idea that there is life outside of alcohol. I do do one-on-one coaching. You can feel free to schedule a free consult call and two for 2022. I switched up my sober focus coaching program. There's no longer meetings, but what I do have is monthly workshops with some homework that goes along with it. There will be monthly challenges, always a book recommendation of the month, and I will start pairing podcast episodes to go along with that theme of the month. It is for anybody, for for women, for physical and emotional sobriety, and a lot of it has to do with personal development because you have to start building yourself up and learning other tools and ways of cope of coping. And to it's you know my sober on demand coaching program, which I'm very very proud of. And and you have email access to me there, a Facebook group community, private one other than the sober vibes one, and then a community forum. And right now I have it for a year for $111. In each month, there's always new content coming out. And I'm going to start doing two guest speakers in there as well. So I had to switch some things up going into 2022 because of, you know, being a mom now. I have to figure out this new chapter and especially too with my scheduling with him, figure it out. (laughs) So that is why I took away the meanings. Again, new seasons of life, everybody. And everybody goes through them. And you have to adjust and reevaluate your time because your time is very, very precious. And that's just where I'm at. And I want to still continue to do this podcast. So I had to dial some things down to be able to balance it all, right? So here we are. I hope this episode did not bore you if you're, you know, an old listener to this podcast. If you're a new one, like I said, welcome. Thank you very much. And just to let you know, I have a bit of a potty mouth, so I do drop some F-bombs on here. And if you have not already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show because I love seeing those. I love reading those. And too, if I've ever had a down day, I've gone to read the reviews on the podcast and it helps. It really does. So, I'm here for it. As I said, Happy New Year, Happy 2022, and keep on trucking.